Easy way to remember, blue is glue. And when it's red, dead. Welcome back to Should You Watch This with the Popcorn Priest, the weekly podcast where movie enthusiasts, ex-movie theater projectionists, new and old friends, take the time to talk about a movie that we just watched and answer that very question, should or shouldn't you watch this? And I want to welcome back Dan Sacklunch to Coolidge, our honorary IMF agent. Welcome back, man. Excited for, for, for part two. Um, last yeah. week was, was a lot of fun. Yeah, I appreciate it. Um, oh, wait. Um, HR just knocked on the door. HR for <laughs> oh, no. Mission Impossible, or for Should You Watch This. Sharon? Yeah, what? what's that? Oh, you, we, we, need to take, we need to take Dan off the show? Wait, wait. Because of, oh, okay. It's because of the Jeremy Renner joke from last week. Uh, that's okay, Sharon. I know, I know, I know. I, I got it. I'll, I'll, I'll talk to him. Okay, okay. Thank, thank, thank you. Okay. Let's just, uh, let's just get into the trailer, okay? Okay. Critics and audiences everywhere are blown away by Ghost Protocol. Of course. Entertainment Weekly gives it an A and says it's supremely clever. It's now or never. Exciting and amazing. We're live. Impressed yet? Rolling Stone raves. It's a genuine marvel. You won't believe your eyes. What the hell is that? It's a sandstorm. And it's one of the best films of the year. Jump! Rated PG-13. Did you jump? Should I not have jumped? Now playing in theaters everywhere. I did that for you, by the way, Dan. Thank you. Because I just wanted to cement the fact that so many people like this, and I didn't want a repeat of MI3. <laughs> yes, I got you. I got okay, you. Okay. We're good. We're in the clear. All We're right. Clear. All right. Well, as you know, part two of our series is always spoiler zone. So please, if you haven't watched this or if you want to rewatch, it's a great time to get this in especially since day of reckoning part one is coming out this summer so do yourself a favor do tom cruise a favor and go watch ghost protocol yeah let's get into popcorn trivia let me tell you something Pandeo. all right i only have five so not a ton but i think that i, I cherry picked some good ones we were talking about last week the burj khalifa or the Wiz khalifa the <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> The windows were removed very carefully. They were chipped away by two workers with hammers working from a window washing platform outside the building. Like, can you yeah. imagine, number one, the building is so high, they're taking out windows, so you literally have this gaping hole to your death. And then the fact that someone's got to wash these windows all the time. Uh, not my oh. idea of a good time. No, I, I wonder what that type of height does when a window is open. Like, like, is there any sort of release of pressure that then sucks you out of it? Bro, you just gave me another level of fear that I didn't know existed. Because, <laughs> yes, I bet there is. I bet even if, like, wind is... Because these buildings, so the, the, these tall buildings, ha they're built to move. They're built to sway. Because of Sway. the wind. Well, not only that, but when they're that high, right? You you gotta figure that 
it has to be pressurized inside the building to some degree with that much airflow circulating. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it probably feels not like you're in an airplane, but like when no, when when that's open, the you can feel the you just feel it. I bet you got to feel it. Yeah, you. I I'm sure you do. I'm sure that you might it might take you two two steps toward it. Yeah, which would be creepy. Keep your window shut. Keep that Wiz Khalifa shut, dude. (laughs) So terrifying. All right. Jeremy Renner, poor Jeremy Renner, (laughs) stated that working with Tom Cruise was a dream come true since he's always idolized him as an actor. Renner did mention Cruise is a great actor, but even a nicer guy. Thanks, Thanks, Renner. I've got Sharon. Don't don't worry. I got I got nothing to she, come up with. I, I yeah. actually think Jeremy Renner is incredible. By the way, yeah, he's he's um he's underrated. I think by a little bit. I like, completely agree. I I like his earlier stuff much much better. I don't like the the Iron Hawk or whatever he is. Hawkeye. Iron Hawk. <laughs> whatever it is. I don't watch that stuff. I know, I know, um, I know. I think he has a ton of depth as an actor. And I think, like, you can slap muscles on somebody and put them in a in a, a, a Marvel movie and, and it's going to do well. But Jeremy Renner's the type that, like, you can put in a, a dramatic movie and he's going to be amazing. Now, you you and I really liked the, the original movie, but he was in 28 Weeks Later. Oh, really? I didn't know that yeah, either. Yeah, 28 28 days later was, was awesome. Yeah, it we was. We should do a pod on that. Man, we that should was, do a pod on that. that. Was a great film. Okay, well, yeah. I screwed that no, up. No, he's great. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, he's in the town for sure. Awesome. He was in the Born Legacy. Yeah, they yeah. were they were going to use him as to take over that franchise, but it never never took off. Matt Damon yeah. was was better, I guess. Yeah, it's a tough one to replace. All right, the last three trivia I have. This is the first film to use the 100th anniversary Paramount Pictures logo. Each movie in the Mission Impossible series has used a different Paramount logo so far. <laughs> hmm. So okay. I use that because I'm a designer, and I think that's interesting. All right, last two. After the Kremlin explodes, Ethan is taken to the hospital where he eventually takes a paperclip off of his hospital chart to pick the handcuffs he's in. After he escapes, Anatoly inspects the bed where Ethan was, and a brief shot is shown of the paperclip twisted up in the keyhole of one pair of the handcuffs. This is accurate to real life. Paperclips can actually be used to bypass handcuffs locks. Really? I always thought that that was like... I hate in movies when a lock gets picked like instantly and knowing that you could use a, a paper clip to get your handcuffs off is kind of cool. Yeah. But like, have you ever actually watched somebody pick a lock? I mean, I, there's a couple of uh, YouTube channels that are just dedicated to lock picking and I have, and it's, it's pretty cool, but you have to be like, like really good at it. I mean, I can't do it. Yes and no. Like, if you understand how the pins work on on a lock, it's like most locksmiths, but probably 99% of all locks can be picked within 30 seconds. Really? Yeah. I, I mean, scary. <laughs> it's, not like, it's not like everybody has these 
safes, you know, for these, these, you know, intricate locking systems on their, their doors. Like, what do you do if you lose your keys? You get a new, and you need to get in your house, get a new key made from, or, from or what, or you change your locks, I guess. You, you right. But you, there, you still have to do that from the inside. Are we going into inception here? Or what do I don't understand? <laughs> <laughs> Where is this going? You have to call a locksmith to get in your house. Well, yeah. And they're going to pick your lock. Uh, okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, I feel like we're talking about the colon again. I don't know why you keep bringing up the colon when I explained in the first episode why the fucking colon's there. <laughs> I'm also doing that to torment you, but I also like the, the idea of saying colon a lot. It's It's funny to me. Um, but okay. All right. So we've established that it's easy, to, easy to pick a lock. All right. Last trip. It is. Yeah. I, I just liked that. I was like, okay, that's cool. Yeah. I agree. This one was funny to me a little bit, but the cars visible in the moving camera shot of valet parking in Mumbai are in counterclockwise order from bottom to left. A Ferrari Enzo, a Mercedes-Benz SL65 AMG Black Series, a Bugatti Veyron 16.4, a Ferrari F430, an Aston Martin Vantage, and then an Aston Martin DB9, and then a BMW M6, and then three white Rolls-Royce Phantoms all in that shot. Wow. Every time I see that, I'm like... Oh my gosh, there's twenty million dollars worth of, of like cars right here in this one scene. Would you ever want to own one? Um I wouldn't dude, if I if there was no money, like if I if money wasn't an issue, I would get an Aston Martin. Those look so sick, dude. Yeah, I just I don't think I could ever I I don't think you I could take it to a grocery store. You could take an Aston Martin to a grocery store, but you couldn't take like a Ferrari or a, or like a, a Bugatti or like a, a Lamborghini. Like you can't get over bumps. Those, those yeah, seem I, very I impractical like these, to me. Yeah. These cars are like strippers, super hot strippers. Like they look great, but they're just not practical. <laughs> oh, no offense strippers. <laughs> hey, we invite all to listen to should you watch this regardless of <laughs> yes, the did. renter hating dan sacklinch oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay well what would you get what car would you get like if you oh, just man, had i want a ton of money and you just wanted like one supercar crazy car expensive car no this is no bs okay i would i would want like an old I don't know, like an 81, 82 Chevy pickup, big old tires, not a good paint job. Um, the, the old, like, kind of, not wool, but but the cotton seats with, with the multicolors, the, the two-dial radio. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Like, like that's all I want in this world. Is, is the, but it, it, that runs great. Yeah, man. If we're talking like, old would. cars, I wouldn't mind having like an old Bronco, dude. That, yeah. That sounds dude, that would be sick too. way fun to me. 
Yeah, that would be. But I'm but no, like like a, I, I don't think I'm about saying a cars. new car. Like what new car? I know you just mentioned an old old you know car, but like a vintage car. But what about a new car? Like a brand new crazy. <laughs> Dude, I'm just not into them, man. Um, right. It's just not my my thing. And look, like I I've owned some really expensive Audis, and I love Audis. Like the the R8 is just mm. always been ridiculous, but. I don't know what's changed in me that I I have no desire to own something like that. I, I legitimately, my dream vehicle right now, and it's so specific in my head. And, and so I would only settle for what's in my head, but it is something that you would, would see on a, on a farm back in the, the, the early eighties. All right. I mean, a man has his wants. You can have them. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right, let's get into the triple threat. Let's get into the triple threat. Popcorn beefs, popcorn puzzles, and popcorn redemption. Where's the beef? Hey, where's the beef? All right, I have a few beefs, but it's not really with the film, okay? Because I like this movie a lot. 25 minutes of the film was shot in IMAX 70 millimeter like an actual IMAX camera. So here's my beef. I went and saw this in the theater in IMAX. And the Burj Khalifa scenes in IMAX are breathtaking. They're super thrilling and amazing shots, and they fill the scope of this giant screen. So then as you come home and you buy, like I have a humble brag, I have a 133-inch screen in my theater now, and I bought the 4K films for this series for, for us to watch, and they are not in IMAX in the 4K Blu-ray, and I'm pissed about it. Super pissed. Yeah, no, no good. That's huge, good beef. Huge beef. Legit. Yeah, legit beef. Next beefs are the only film in the franchise where the opening credits involve the lighting of a fuse and the Mission Impossible theme is actually part of the opening sequence. And all the other movies from Mission Impossible 1996 to Mission Impossible Rogue Nation, which we haven't reviewed yet, the opening credit is used as a cut between two scenes or two different events. Ghost Protocol is the only movie that makes the opening credit part of the action by having one of the characters light the fuse. I didn't really notice this until I read about this, but it's a beef to, for me. Like I love that I, about this movie. That it has the opening cool. credit, that that song, and it has the fuse. That feels like I a, liked it. a mission. Yeah, like and just as he's walking, he's like light it. I I thought it was so cool. Yeah. So my beef is it's not in the other films. That's what I'm saying. Yep. Not Agreed. not about this movie, but here's my beef with Paramount. So it was it was rumored that they considered omitting Mission Impossible from the title altogether. They were just going to call it Ghost no. Protocol and not even have Mission no. Impossible as part of the title. That's a big beef. Well, I have eight lines of review for them. Idiots. 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 The only Mission Impossible film not to feature any hero wearing full masks. Ethan wears some makeup during the Kremlin scene, and then a villain wears a full mask later in the film. But that's a B for me. I am I'm a sucker for the masks. I want more masks. I was I just love the masks. Yeah, I felt like we were going to agree on this beef. I felt like you were going to bring bring that up. Oh, nice. And it was missing because oh, good. it throws a, a different element in, into it where you're always 
kind of is it is it no is it is it somebody else is, is yeah it? it's and, kind of part um, of part of the franchise yeah and it, it does add another another layer to just the overall mystery of of the action and like i kept waiting and then you know when he jumps on that truck and takes it off it's the bad guy that has the mask so that yeah. was a little disappointing so i agree with you well and even like simon Pegg's character is like oh, i just want to wear a mask and then and then he finally gets to wear the mask and then the the the, the machinery breaks down and he can't even wear the mask it's like sad it's sad for me it's sad yeah. for simon Pegg. So well, and I don't know how you felt about those scenes, but I would have actually have liked them to play those scenes out, masked up, and I don't think it would have changed the dynamics of the. That actually might have made it more th- thrilling, more more suspenseful, agreed. because right. then I think it, w- it felt lazy to me. It felt like, oh, you know, it's just because they don't know who the guy is that we don't have to yeah. use a mask. It's like, come on, man. Just write it so that we like have these, to have masks. These, yeah, these people are not, like, they're in the spy game. All of these people are in these different, like, they, they know what these people look like, most likely, right? So, yeah. um, good beef. Good yeah. beef. All right, last beef. And this involves Jeremy Renner. Uh-oh. His character, Brant, was specifically created as the eventual replacement for Tom Cruise's character, Ethan Hunt for when Cruz decides to step away from the franchise. I mean, as much as I like Jeremy Renner and I'm sticking up for him because of so much grief that we've gotten from, from Dan here, but I, that's a B for me. If Cruz is not in the Look, film, I'm out of mission impossible. Well, I gotta be honest. I think that we just solved the mystery of who's driving the snow cat. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Oh no, Tom's not trying to kill Renner. Jeez. Oh, yeah. No, I'm no, sorry. Sharon. No, I, I know, I, I know. I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'll, I'll, t- I'll talk to him. Okay, please. Okay. Dude. Okay. Do you have any beefs? You know what? You usually can have more beefs this? than me. Yeah. Can I just say this? The, the listeners are probably going to think that we we had that set up. No, we did not. <laughs> we did. That was completely off the cuff. It's all improv. Um, <laughs> look, you mentioned last week, and I have to reiterate it this week with a little more disappointment and fervor. Okay. I, I just, I can't grasp the concept of not having Marvin Rings. Like, yeah. Why? Yeah, and I kind of already talked about that in 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 last week's episode. It was a pre beef. Yeah, it's a big beef. I need I need Ving Rhames all the time. I mean, just the ninety seconds he was on when he's reaching in his pocket to to grab money, <laughs> and, and Ethan Hunt's like, you know, I got this, man. And he goes, I know, and he pulls out the bird. Yeah. Dude, I read about this because I was really angry and there was some like paycheck squabbles over. Pay the man. Yeah, just pay him, dude. And I don't want to spoil it, but Ving's coming back. We're getting more Ving. Okay. So so it's going to be good. Ving's back. I have 
I have a follow-up beef. Okay. One of my big beefs with three was the whole um, wife angle. So I, I don't I, understand. I, I, said I, it was, I like it. It was way too early to blow your wad. Uh-huh. Way too early. And then this one, it was all about conveniently riding her out. So everything that I was saying about how they blew their wad too early, they were like, shit, she's so fucking vanilla there's no way that we can have her in four so what do they do they come up with that lame story so dude that that story was awesome the story about how renner like that's the way renner like got out that's we know renner his character brant's character right he's he's bad a but he's some kind of like assistant and and that's why tom's like hey what happened you know right and it's cool that he was no. actually protecting her and then he killed, you know, gets her fake killed so that she's safe. Dude, I thought it was dope. And then we get to see her no. at the end and he's smiling at her. Yeah, I wasn't with it. I didn't need it. But I did need the depth of, of Renner because he did make it palatable. Like the way that he was, you know, handled and talked about, like it made it palatable. Yeah, because he um, was on screen talking about that with the rest of the team without yeah, Ethan, and he held the screen Ethan. by himself, and I thought that was really cool. Yep. That backstory was yeah, really cool so, to me. Yeah, so so even though it's a follow-up beef, it's still Jeremy Renner shined. So that was, I thought, at least a little bit of, of saving grace in it. My my last beef and this, this seems like a theme. Why can't there be hot women? Yeah, this one we didn't get it we didn't get very much. No, no, dude. No. No way. Paula Patton is very attractive lady. Kind of vanilla. No, 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 no. She's no, an, no, 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 she's no, no, no. an up she's a she's a definite upgrade from she was ripped Moynihan. And she could fight like oh, she was she was very Yeah, but she can't act. I thought she did a great job. She's actually in a movie that I really like with Denzel Washington called Deja Vu. And she mm. does a great job in it. I think she's very beautiful. She, she's very pretty. But I, I agree. The other, the other assassin Ugly. was not, I mean, thanks for saying yeah. it so aggressively. But yeah, she was not for me. Yeah. And that's it. There's no why, other ladies. Why, yeah. Why can't we just have a like, smoking hot lady? <laughs> What's so hard about it? Uh, why, why are we overthinking the room? Listen, it. I hate to burst your bubble, but it's not. It's not. This set's not what this show is about. Better? Not getting better. Damn it! But okay. I felt like Paula right. Patton was. I, I think she was a more attractive than Maggie Q from Three. No. Hmm. All right. Uh, well, I'll put her on par. I'll put her on par with Maggie. I yeah. disagree. She's more attractive. Mm-hmm. Those are my beats. All right. Popcorn puzzles. A sphincter says what? What? A sphincter says what? What? Exactly. <laughs> All right. Here's some puzzles I had. I only had three. Director Brad Burt. Burt. I said Burt. Bird. Specifically wanted every gadget to break or malfunction in the film. Why? Um... And they did. Maybe I just th- the think. Yeah. Thinking I didn't about even it, think they, about it until you just said that. 
they all malfunction. That's why we didn't get masks, which was my beef. So yeah. I don't know. I don't know. That's, that's weird to me. I get that. I like the fact that they failed. It added so much tension in, in the climbing sequence. One of his gloves messed up, but having everything like these, these are sophisticated weapons and stuff. Can we, can we not have all of them break? <laughs> Do we not test? Yeah. yeah. Um, you, what's crazy though, that's a really good puzzle, by the way. I didn't even think about it. Like I, I didn't really notice the accumulation of shoddy equipment. Yeah. So it's a, well done. It's a puzzle. Next puzzle I have is Ethan survives a hundred foot vertical fall in a car by having the airbags deploy. Falling from that height means the car would have been moving a little less than 55 miles per hour when it hit. My puzzle is, would that work? If it's just kind of slowly tipping over and you're in the driver's seat and it goes straight down, are you going to live or are your legs, are you going to be in a wheelchair? No, no, because most of these are rated at a much higher speed than, than 55 miles an hour. Okay. Much higher. So, no, I, th- I would say that's legit. All right. My, my non-expertise opinion. Okay. I'll allow it. Last one okay. is, this is the first installment. You might like this, actually. This is the first installment in the franchise where none of the villains are or used to be IMF agents. Yeah. You like Thanks. that because you Thanks. hate that. I do. Okay. Look, I'm, I'm about saving the world. All right. Well, dude. I'm not, I'm not about internal conflict every five minutes. The next, well, this one, including this one and the next two are, you know, you're, I mean... If you don't like them, uh, I don't, we might have to question our friendship. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, any puzzles that you had or, or peeps? No. Puzzle beefs? No. I don't know. I, I think it was, it was all, I, I don't think there was anything blatant. All right. Well, I'm looking forward to popcorn redemption. I have exercised the demons. As you know, Popcorn Redemption is built and created to end on a high note instead of complaining about something. So I have a couple of redemptions. So the, I don't know how to pronounce this name, Andreas Wisniewski. Andreas Wisniewski. Okay. Wisniewski hands Ethan a similar black mask to place over his head to meet the arms dealer that also appeared in mission one giving him the same style mask when he's being taken to meet max an arms dealer i kind of like that nod that was kind of cool it made me smile and next one while in the hospital following the kremlin explosion ethan reads the lips of two police officers talking outside his room This is a continuation of an element in Mission 3 that Ethan, as a highly trained spy, knows how to read lips. Tom Cruise came up with this idea in that film. I did notice that, and and I liked it. Yeah, I like that he has those skills. Next one is the film played with no previews, save for the six-minute prologue to The Dark Knight Rises. Really? by the way, when I, and I saw this, I, I witnessed it. The IMAX in this film is unprecedented, o- only to the other IMAX stuff that happens in The Dark Knight Rises. And that six-minute prologue, when I saw that for the first time, I was like, 
blown away. It's so amazing. I'm going to have to look that up. It's the, it's the scene where you've seen The Dark Knight Rises. Of course. Okay. <laughs> I, was, I was worried there. I know we, we've got a... We've got this whole franchise you haven't seen, but if you hadn't seen Dark Knight Rises, I might I just might say the battery died on our thing. But <laughs> so it's the scene where they are robbing the bank and each one of them is like, I thought you said the, oh. the money was, you know, and then they th- shoot each other until the very last two criminals. And then the Joker is yep. the last one. That was the scene and it was filmed in IMAX. And what a awesome time. That played before this movie yeah can you imagine i'm sitting in an imax theater ready to watch psyched psyched for ghost protocol i don't know that the dark knight rises trailer is coming on all i see is nope nope trailers no ads no garbage i see the six minute prologue to this movie that i'm looking forward to seeing anyway and then and then it just rolls right into ghost protocol it was awesome oh i'm in man yeah that was it was a great day great day okay and i'd still going back to my beef dude i need the imax scenes back in to my blu-ray i don't know how to find it i i I gotta do more research because my 4k blu-rays suck i don't even know if i want to say what i'm about to say to you did you watch it on your phone no okay no but Okay. I I believe I've only seen like three or maybe three movies in IMAX. That's fine. And I couldn't even I couldn't even tell you what they were. That's fine. I I enjoy okay. I enjoy the format. I also enjoy Dolby Atmos theaters with the you know added speakers to the ceiling and the side and in the walls. But no, I think well the way that that you just described IMAX. Ghost Protocol, Dark Knight Rises Prologue. Like, I was like, man, I have lived a sheltered life. <laughs> you yeah. know? Like, what have I been doing with my life? Because I love movies. Yeah, and dude. I, and I'm into, not to the level you are, but sure. I love Dolby Atmos. I love the, just the, the look and the feel. Like, I'm sorry. But if they ever get rid of movie theaters, I will build my own. That's why I have mine. Smells the same stuff because I just I need that big stadium feel, and I it just gives you something so powerful. Yeah, you, I, you, it's just, and I'm your theater room's incredible. But you still cannot. Yeah, it's not the same. Duplicate. It's not, man. And so they, they and I love that Tom Cruise really did a number with Top Gun oh. Maverick, bringing it back to the theater. And that was an IMAX I, too, man. Oh, I would die to see that. In I IMAX, I bro. saw it in IMAX, and it was amazing. Like oh. you think of a movie like um, Mad Max: The Fury Road. Dude, yep. I watched that in IMAX and it's changed my life. And you know, you, when you were talking about like building your own theater, I swear my, I have like a gland in my lower torso that like it started gurgling and telling me, hey, you need to 
like build it and they will come kind of a thing because I finished yeah. my theater the day like I went to Lowe's to build or to buy some bolts and, and stuff to put my projector in and everything the next day COVID hit and I couldn't go anywhere for like a year and a half essentially other than like the grocery store and I lived in my theater for like six months it was the best thing that ever happened to me (laughs) I bet it was dude I I'm serious I bet it I bet it was yeah Um, anyway and I, I I and look I I haven't hit a movie theater in in three and a half years I do believe that I'm going to make it a certainty that you this, go this C seven newest Mission Impossible. Yeah, yep. yeah, dude, and and I want that's going to be the first m- movie theater that I visit here in Brazil. Oh, that sounds amazing. I had one of our listeners uh, reach out to me and say that he would like to actually hear about your experience because we talked about it briefly, and I think. Uh, was it from dusk till dawn? We were talking about how a little bit about how the theaters in Brazil have the dubs versus not dubbed versus. Right. So I'm, I'm kind of curious to have you talk about your experience of going to a movie in Brazil. The listeners are going to have to wait until impossible seven. (laughs) Sure. By the way, I just want to, I want to give a shout out to Ash Bale. Oh yeah. For, for the, the nice review that, that he left a couple weeks ago. Much love Ash Bale. Yeah. Um, thank you. Okay. What, what else you got? I have one more redemption. That's all I have. And then my rating, this one is so, this is the epitome of Tom Cruise. This, this next redemption. So the Bruce Springsteen shirt, that Ethan wears when he exits the Kremlin was costume designer Michael Kaplan's personal T-shirt. The production repeatedly contacted Springsteen's representatives to allow the shirt to be in the movie, but they kept denying it for some reason. So when Tom Cruise, who used to be neighbors with Springsteen, heard this, he was very confused. He immediately pulled out his phone and called Springsteen and they got that release so they could have the t-shirt in the movie. <laughs> Tom Cruise is the goat, bro. Can you imagine like the production crew is not going to bug Tom Cruise about a t-shirt, right? They're just calling their their representatives and then Tom's like in a meeting and and he looks over and he's confused. He's like, "I'll just call Bruce right now." Just a sec. <laughs> and he just dials him. He's like, "Yeah, we can wear the t-shirt." <laughs> That's so dope, man. So cool, man. I love that. Yeah. All right. Well, any other redemptions you want to talk about before we give our final ratings of Ghost Protocol? I got a couple. So I mentioned last week that there were some incredible chases in this one that were really unique and original. And I just wanted to reiterate it this week that that was something that I was so into. I just love originality, man. And the other thing that I really liked about this one in comparison to the the, the first three mm. is the humor in this one. Yeah. Each one of the, the main characters delivered a couple of lines. Like when, when Tom Cruise was out on the ledge and, and the guy was like, you didn't really think this one through, right? And, and he's like, well, I thought I did. I, like it was just, there was a little bit of levity that didn't go too far. Simon Pig is so funny, man. Um, also, when he's hanging out Jeremy there, Renner. when he's hanging out there and he says no, shit, yeah, 
what was yeah. what? A, he's like, no. He's like yelling it. <laughs> he's like, what? I can't remember what he what he was what the context was, but it was so funny when he's just yelling at him like, dude, I'm out here hanging on a freaking like wall of the building. And uh, you're getting mad at me, like. Uh, anyway, sorry. You were talking well, about yeah, Renner. Well, no, but but what you're talking about is when the the strap was too short. And he's like, oh. "Hey, the strap's too short." He's like, "No shit." <laughs> yeah, the humor is. I, I yeah, I I like it. it. Was, the balance it was, good, was good. Yeah. Yeah, man. It just and, and it, Jeremy Renner had had a couple of one liners um, that were were good. I was afraid that there wouldn't be good synergy between Tom Cruise and Jeremy Renner. But there was, yeah. uh, I, I thought that was, was great. Again, I loved that it wasn't any sort of internal mole hunt. <laughs> I, I loved the fact that we were saving the world. So I would say that, that this one, you know, I was high. I, I, like one, I was like, yeah, I can get into this. Mm -hmm. After number two, I was like, hell yeah. <laughs> and then number three, I was like, you down. oh, I'm done. I'm done. And I was legit. I'm not kidding you, Popcorn Priest. Mm -hmm. I was not going to, I was going to try to derail this thing if, because uh, how could I possibly watch four more um, Mission Impossible 3s? I couldn't do it. And this one brought me <clears throat> right back in, baby. Okay. Phew. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Where, okay. Where, do, where, yeah. where's your rating? Let's hear your rating. I really like number two. Oh, like my. Uh, yeah, large, I don't. Large. I don't know if I want you to rank them yet. I just want your rating. Okay. Yeah, large buck. Okay, good. And I'm, uh, I'm teetering on a because I gave, I gave a large bucket to all three of. No, I gave a medium to two and largest to one and three. Man, I might have to give this a golden bucket, dude. Wait! Whoa! Yeah, I'm just thinking because I have the I have the predilection of knowing what's happening in five and six. The Burj Khalifa scenes for me just tip the scales, man. There's it's so thrilling, and I, I because I have like a fear of heights, it gets it pulls me in even further, and I'm just it was just so awesome. Wait, wait. So can you confirm? And lock it in. Are you giving this yeah. a, a golden bucket? Confirmed. Golden bucket. I wow. love I love go I love Ghost Protocol. I would watch this one. Wow. I would rewatch this one and three over well, and I, I don't want to give too much away, but I really, really like six as well. Okay. If I were to rewatch of if I'm sitting down and there's I only have time to watch one, I'm watching six or four, bro. Okay. I for a second I thought you were actually gonna say Three. And I was like, dude. Well, three is right next to it. it three is right there. No, next you're to crazy. It. Yeah. Dude, I, I, I it makes me want to punch babies. Uh, no. Dude, I love three, dude. I love it. I don't care. Uh, well, let's let's stick with four. Like let's let's stay focused here because right. we, we, we got back on track. All right. Don't 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 let's not lose it. <laughs> is there anything that we missed before we close the book on Ghost Protocol? I think we we cover the gamut on this one go out and see this damn movie yeah i mean get paramount plus i mean 
I would say normally I would recommend buying the 4K collection, but this one is was a big letdown for me because yeah. I didn't get those. I mean, the, it's so cool when you see the normal ratio and then all of a sudden your screen, whether you have a 60-inch screen or, or a 130-inch screen, all of a sudden it bumps out to the full height of your screen and you're just like enveloped with this, you know, building and him out on the ledge and it's just so awesome so i i'm i'm kind of yeah. bummed out about that but all right that's it for this week but i'm with you always look for me in the cloud at popcorn priest i love movies and would love it if you share the love share this with the movie lover in your life another way to support the show is by throwing a few shekels at the priest visit patreon.com forward slash popcorn priest and see what extra perks you can enjoy if you made it this far, go. Go give us a five-star review on Spotify or Apple Podcast. I command thee. And as always, thanks for listening. And thanks to my reoccurring guest, IMF agent Dan Sacklinch-Sakulich. Always a pleasure, yes, my sir, man. <laughs> this, one, this one was a great one. It, it really, you know, I, I say this all the time to you, but I, I love the passion you have for, for what you do here. <laughs> I, I love being on the pod. I love the engagement with the listeners that, that, that we're seeing. Keep yeah. that coming. Yeah, I appreciate it and uh, appreciate the time and effort. You you know, we all got crazy lives, but movies, I think, is what brings us together. And it, it's just it's just a fun commonality and escape. You know, we talk about that all the time. So appreciate it, man. Yeah, absolutely. Join us next time when we move to the fifth colon. Mission Impossible colon Rogue Nation. And remember, when you watch movies, you can pop off, pop in, or pop out, but always bring the popcorn. Popcorn.